Hello Church and welcome back to our online service. So glad to see all of you here today. You know what? If you have been faithfully watching all our sermons on recently on uh, Thessalonians, well done to you. And also, if you have been following our Revelation series, wow, give you a big clap. You know, during this time as we are uh, looking into Revelations and also Thessalonians, they have very similar themes where, you know, both of them are speaking about the end times. However, of course, in Thessalonians, it is not as deep as Revelations, but it has the element of speaking of getting ready for the end times. That was what Paul, Silas and Timothy was doing in their ministry in the Thessalonian church. So as we dive into the word today, I hope you have your Bibles, your physical Bibles if you have. Try to get your physical Bibles. If not, your digital Bible is fine as well. So as we start, let me start with a word of prayer. Father Lord, I just thank you for today, even as we are here in church, wherever we are in our homes, that Lord, as we are a church today, I pray that Lord, as we dig into your word, would you just speak to us, speak to us in a personal way, Lord Jesus, right now, because I believe your word is the living word, that Lord, it is rele relevant to the people in, in Paul's days, and it's also relevant to us today. So Lord Jesus, I thank you as we catch what you want to tell us from scriptures today. I pray, Lord Father, would you just lead me, guide me as I speak the truth that comes from your word and not my words, Lord. So thank you. In the, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So today, we are in the last part of 2 Thessalonians, which is chapter 3. And as I was reading chapter 3, there are just a few things, a few points that I feel that is so relevant to us Today in Malaysia, it is so relevant with whatever is we are going through in the whole COVID situation in terms of the job, the, the, the changes in economy and all that thing. It is so relevant to us today. And what do I mean by that? Huh? Let's read what Thessalonians, uh, 2 Thessalonians 3, 6. All right, I'm going to read for all of you. Finally, brothers, pray for us that the message of the Lord may spread rapidly and be honoured just as it is with you. And pray that we may be delivered from wicked and evil men, for not everyone has faith. But the Lord is faithful, and He will strengthen and protect you from the evil one. We have confidence in the Lord that you uh, are doing and will continue to do the things we command. May the Lord direct your hearts into God's love and Christ's perseverance. Verse 6, In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we command you, brothers, to keep away from every brother who is idle and does not live according to the teaching you've received from us. For you yourself know how you ought to follow our example. We were not idle when we were with you, nor did we eat anyone's food without paying for it. On the contrary, we worked day, night and day, laboring and toiling so that we would not be a burden to any of you. We did this not because we do not have the right to such help, but in order to make ourselves a model for you to follow. For even when we were with you, we gave you this rule. If a man will not work, he shall not eat. Verse 11, we hear that some, of, some among you are idle. They are not busy, they are busy bodies. Such people we command and urge in the Lord Jesus Christ to settle down and earn the bread they eat. And as for you, brothers, never tire of doing what is right. If anyone does not obey our instructions in this letter, take special note of him. 
Do not associate with him in order that he may feel ashamed. Yet do not regard him as an enemy, but warn him as a brother. Now, may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord be with all of you. I, Paul, write this greeting in my own hand, which is the distinguishing mark in all my letters. This is how I write. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, Christ be with you all. Amen. Today, even as I'm entitling the message as love and perseverance, very key, just love and perseverance. And where I'm getting this whole theme from is actually from 2 Thessalonians 3 verse 5. In verse 5, where it says, May the Lord direct your hearts into God's love and Christ's perseverance. This was Paul's desire. It's like his final instruction or words to the Thessalonian church. Hey guys, you know what? I, I pray that all of you, that, that, that your hearts will catch what is God's love and what is Christ's perseverance. And today, friends, as I mentioned earlier, that a lot of us are going through so many things today. Yeah, in the physical, we, we see so many things happening that may trouble us and all that. But friends, can I encourage you? Today could be a stepping stone for you and even for me, myself, that whatever choices we make today will really determine how we see the future in the near future or even a distant future but whatever we whatever decision we make today will be very important all right so as i mentioned there are two parts today love and perseverance so i'm going to start with the first part which is talking about god's love what does it mean when we hear the word god's love this is a word that we hear many times however the original word here this love here it's actually agape, yes. And many of you know the meaning agape is unconditional love. We know that very well. We learned that even in Sunday school, that God's love is unconditional. However, there's a second part to this that many of us might not catch it. As I'm going to show you the examples of this word agape that has been used in the Bible. So, you know, unconditional love, it also means charitable love, doing charity, doing good works, having a feast of charity. These are the various examples that was used in the Bible using the word agape. So from here, we can see that the word agape, God's love, is actually a love with action. It's love in action. It's not just saying, hey, I love you unconditionally. Full stop. No, there's an action required and it's not limited to just one way. There are various forms of how we can show this love. Let me show you some examples in the Bible and mainly from 1 Thessalonians. So 1 Thessalonians 2 verse 9, it says, Surely you remember, brothers and sisters, our toil and hardship. We work night and day in order not to be a burden to anyone while we preach the gospel to uh, the, the gospel of God to you. This shows that uh, Paul, Timothy and uh, Silas, they were working hard so that they were not burdened the other people. Why? Because they loved them. They cared for them. Let's look in uh, 1 Thessalonians 3 verse 2. We sent Timothy, who is our brother, co-worker in God's service in spreading the gospel of Christ to strengthen and encourage you. So you can see, encouraging someone, saying something is an act of love as well. And also, I'm just going to put the verse there, 1 Thessalonians 3 verse 12 and 2 Thessalonians 3 verse 16. At the end of the day, love can be shown in various ways. And Jesus himself model it to us, right? If, if you read in the Gospels, as he walked the land, he was not just walking, 
It was looking at the various people and being personal to them, going into their homes, talking to them, spending time with them. He did not just say, I love all of you without any form of action. Action was involved. And if you look in the Bible in Thessalonians, Paul as well, he said, I modeled all this for you to follow. So Paul himself also modeled what it means to have God's love. And his desire was for the people to also catch this understanding of love in action. Friends today, can I just encourage all of you, even for myself, let's learn to love our neighbors. As we look around, we know there's so many things happening around us. I mean, recently you saw the, the white, flag move, white flag movement. We saw people just having no food and all that. There's just so many, so much sadness and so much trouble around. Can I encourage you? Be sensitive to the things around us because that is really the essence of the good news, right? It's not just saying Jesus will save you. It's not just saying, hey, brother, I will pray for you. Hey, sister, God will protect you. That is correct. However, that is not complete. As we say all that, can I encourage you? Let's do something for them, friends. You look, just look in social media right now. There's just so much hardships. And to tell you the truth, SIBKL is also doing something this season. I know maybe some of you are not aware, but the church at this point of time has that call to be a blessing, to be a generous people, not because of SIBKL, no. It is the church, the people who call Jesus as their Lord and Savior. We have a destiny right now. We have a platform. We have an opportunity to be a blessing to our neighbor. So SIBKL is doing something very interesting and something amazing for the people. It's called CAP, okay? It's the Community Aid Program, which we are going to partner with uh, White Flag, uh, even Crest. There's, there's so much. I will not dwell so much into that. Listen to Pastor Isaac's message. He will speak more on that uh, in his service. So catch it because it is so important for all of us at this point to show God's love in action. Let me just share with you one example of the needs around us. You know, recently I was just listening to uh, on social media about this guy, uh, the, the director, I think, of Maiden, right? So what happened is this, he was saying that, you know, it's very normal for people to come to uh, uh, Maiden and steal electronics because why they want to resell them for, for profit and all that. But I say today, nowadays, it is so sad. People are going to Maiden, I mean, uh, to steal food items. And what kind of food? Ikan kembung, if I'm not mistaken. And vegetables. Why? People are just trying to survive. The need is there. And recently as well, I had a, a, a call uh, from, from someone. A guy, 40, a 40 year old man, just crying to me in desperation to say, is there any way you can help me? Can the church help me? I've lost uh, my, my job, I don't have any students. He's a music teacher and say, I have lost students. I, I'm just eating plain bread and uh, water every day. And I'm taking care of my two elderly pa parents. I can't afford to pay my um, house rental. I can't pay for my car, my insurance. I, is there any way that the church can help me? Friends, this is the need out there. Can I urge you, encourage you? If you have the capacity, I know some of you, you represent that group of people that you don't have anymore. Well, the church, the rest of you who have the capacity, 
Can you do something? Help these people show God's love, not just through words, but through our actions. Again, agape, God's love. It's a love in action. And bringing me to my second point. The opposite of movement, the opposite of doing something, it is being idle, stagnant. The Bible warns us about what it means to be idle. Paul warns us. Let me go and show you in uh, verse 7. For you yourselves know that you ought to follow our example. We were not idle when we were with you, nor did we eat anyone's food without paying for it. On the contrary, we work night and day, laboring and toiling so that we will not be a burden to you. Paul model to the people that what it means to not be idle, to work for their food. Because if, if you read down the road, it says, what? Well, I want you to neglect those who are idle, you know, they are doing uh, things that is not of God and all that. But Paul modeled to the church what it means to work for their food. However, today in our context, I believe many of you are working very hard right now, working very hard to put your spiritual bread, your, your, your physical bread, I mean your physical bread on the table for, for, for the family. And some of you are working extra hard maybe because you lost your job. And that is something that we really empathize with you. But many of you are working hard for your physical food. That is so good. However, I'm going to ask you this question. Are you working hard for your spiritual bread? your spiritual food? Have you been stagnant? Have you been idle in the pursuit of finding your physical bread? You have made your spiritual bread, your spiritual feeding idle. We have been in this lockdown season for over a year now. Look back, reflect. If Can I just encourage you? Just reflect. How was your spiritual walk, your spiritual life pre-COVID and today? Has it gotten better or has it gotten worse? Or has it been stagnant that you have been idle? You know, the danger of being spiritually stagnant and idle is this, that we allow our flesh to take over. We, become, we start to become negative, right? Because you imagine when you're spiritually dry, we do not have anything, what do we look? We look at the things around us. We look at the negative things. And we look at, ah, this one, you know, we complain here. We see, oh, my life is like this. My life is like that. The negativity starts to come in because why? The flesh takes over. And what? And let's, let's see what Paul says when we become idle. What do we do? In verse 11, he said, we hear that some of you are among you are idle. They are not busy. They are busy bodies. Wow. When I read this, this really hit me as well. Because doesn't it sound familiar? You know that sometimes nowadays, we may wake up in the morning and we want to look at uh, in our phone for our social media and all that, right? And what do we look for? We want to see who can we be negative about today. You know what I'm talking about and who I'm talking about, right? I'm not going to say any names, but we know. We are looking at, uh, we want to blame this, we want to blame that. Again, I understand certain anger and certain disappointment is warranted with whatever is happening. I totally understand. 
However, when we are so being so busy, so being a busy body trying to find the negative things around us, can I ask you, are we busy? Can we instead be busy feeding ourselves spiritually and not be spiritually idle? Because yes, again, I understand and acknowledge the things that's going around around us, the negative things. I acknowledge that. However, I want to acknowledge something greater, that we have a big and great God. That during this season, no matter what it is, we believe that God is still sovereign and He is in control. And the only way I can believe and even catch what is His plan for us, even though I may not understand, but at least I want to catch His heart, is by reading the Word of God, by spending time digging, being busy, feeding myself spiritually and not being spiritually idle. Friends, we have a hope because I believe if you have Jesus in your life, we have a hope. You know, for some people who do not have Jesus, well, things might not be so easy for them during this period as, as the negativity sets in, as the, their flesh take over. I'm just going to read to you some statistics. What happened that during this period of uh, COVID lockdown and all that in, in Malaysia, what has happened in the online world? A particular porn site Okay, pornography. The site has, has increased from 38% audience to 61% increase in 2019. Okay, from that, from 2019 all the way to this is 2020. Within a year, it has an increase of viewing. Why? The flesh is taking over. People are not thinking straight. They just want some form of output. Physical abuse in Malaysia has increased tremendously. Either women or even children, parents abusing their children has increased tremendously and even now mentally. I think recently, if you have read the news, we said that in terms of suicide in Malaysia, Nor Hisham okay, said that right now, there's an average of four suicides a day in the first quarter of 2021. Depression is setting in. Friends, you see, there's just so many negative things around the world. And I pray from the bottom of my heart that all of you watching, you do not represent any number in, that, in those statistics. I really pray you are not. Because friends, we have Jesus. We have a hope. Do not be spiritually idle. Start feeding yourself today. Feed your spiritual body, friends. Do not give up. Which brings me to my final point. Perseverance. Perseverance. You know, we hear this word quite many times, persevere, persevere. You know, it's very different for everybody. Different people have different moments in their life. Sometimes it's so easy for us to say, hey guys, hey, you need to persevere. You know, you need to tahan. But in reality, it's not so simple because everybody has their own journey at different times. And today, I believe many of you are trying very hard to persevere, to live your life. But can I encourage you? Don't lose hope in Christ. Because in verse 13, it says, Paul was telling the Thessalonian church, never tire of doing what is right. Never tire, never give up. Because Christ, Jesus Christ loves you. Because the moment we give up on Christ and saying, you know what? You say God is good. Why is this all happening to me? And 
I've been hearing that quite a fair bit from my various friends who saying, God is so good, why is this happening to me? Or why is this happening to my friend? He's a good Christian, he's a devout Christian. Honestly, I have no words to really say why this is happening. But I can only say, persevere, trust in Christ, even though when things just do not seem to go your way. Sanctify yourself from all the negative things around the world. Because I've also heard, I've also seen and read news that you know during this period when uh, the negativity steps in and, and they give up, they just give up. And these are believers, right? They give up on Christ. What happened? They choose, they do things that they are not proud of. One of which, fathers, mothers, you know, with all the stress of the of work, they misplace their anger on their children. Not because they want to, it just at a moment. They go into unnecessary debt because they know they just want some form of release from whatever they are going through. They just want to get out of it. And also they visit unwanted sites. It's so easy on the laptop, just you can just go anywhere you want. Friends, can I encourage you? Don't do that. Persevere. For how long, I honestly do not know. But one thing I know, Christ is for you. There is a hope that we may not see yet, but I want, all, I want to encourage all of you to just hold on to that hope. Don't let go. And if you have let go of force, whatever it is, don't feel condemned. Come back home. Come back home. Because again, all of us together, let's persevere to do what is right. You know, even as I end today, to just remind us again, the desire that Paul had for the Thessalonian church is to catch God's love. That God's love is always for others. It is always for the people around us not just for ourselves, and it's not just saying something. His love it is also, it's always for others. And today, if you are capable, show that love to someone that's struggling. Show that love of Christ to someone who really needs it. Show it how, again, being part of the SIBKL CAP initiative, or whatever other ways, using your social media. I do not know, ask God for wisdom. But show that love, that love of Jesus Christ. And secondly, persevere. For those of you who are in a dark place, come out of it, persevere. There is hope in Christ. Do not let go. Do not have unnecessary thoughts that is not from Christ to seep into your mind. Suicidal thoughts, depression. No, do not let that seep into your mind. Because why? Christ is for you. Come back. And I encourage you after this, if you are those people that need help, speak to someone today. Do not feel guilty that you have been in a dark place for so long. No, don't feel guilty. There is an online altar call. Join us. Allow us to just pray with you. That we want to journey with you to support you. Because why? We are filled with the love of Christ and we want to bring that love to you. 
that you may have lost it for, for whatever reason. We just want to share that love to you. Could you allow us to do that? To just share that love to you. And remember, don't feel guilty that you've, you feel that you've been a sinner, you've done so much wrong things. I'm, I just can't seem to come back to God. I'm going to read you something recently that I read from uh, this book, um, Life Together by Dietrich Bonhoeffer. And he talks about what it means to be you know, a sinner, a person who has gone so far from God and coming back home. Let me read this to you. You can hide nothing from God. The mask you wear before men will do you no good before Him. He wants to see you as you are. He wants to be gracious to you. You do not have to go on lying to yourself and your brothers as if you were without sin. You can dare to be a sinner. Thank God for that. He loves the sinner but hates the sin. Wow. So friends, come back home. Jesus wants to share that love with you and to others. Now, can I just pray for all of you before we even end with this beautiful song? Let me pray for all of you. This is the prayer that um, Paul requested for the people to pray for him. Let me just use this prayer as well. Finally, brothers, pray for us that the message of the Lord may spread rapidly and be honoured just as it is with you. And pray that we may be delivered from wicked and evil men for not everyone has faith, but the Lord is faithful and He will strengthen and protect you from the evil one. We have confidence in the Lord that you are doing and will continue to do the things we command. Lord, even using this prayer, Lord, as a guide for all of us, the Lord Jesus, I pray that your word, your good news, your love will be spread to everyone. That Lord, you will use us. Use us as your vessel to spread this love to the people around you, around us, so that at the end of the day, not we, not us be honored, but you be honored, Lord Father. And that Lord, would you just deliver us from the evil that's around us, that's surrounding us, that we will not, we will not follow the ways and the patterns of this world Lord Father would you just deliver us Lord Jesus and that Lord you are faithful that you will protect and strengthen us Lord in our various situations that we will not let go of you we will persevere because of that strength that comes from you because Lord we have confidence in you that you are doing and will continue to do the things that is commanded by you in our life that we will be able to do the things because your strength and you are always with us. So at the end of the day, Lord Jesus, I pray that you, Lord Jesus, will direct all of our hearts into your love and that Lord, give us this perseverance, give us the strength to go through life today. Thank you, Lord Jesus, as I pray for every one of us as i commit every one of us into your hands today lead us and guide us lord. that lord we will learn to catch your love for the people and we will also learn to persevere and not let you go in jesus name we pray amen thank you friends for joining us again if you need prayer allow us to pray with you during this season and for the rest of you do not go off yet let's worship together with this song